Hey there, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Fit Elite Podcast. Uh, as you notice, this is not the voice of Patrick Davey. He is enjoying <laughs> some uh, some fun and sun, which is sometimes hard to come by this time of year, uh, and a little time away uh, uh, with, his, with his bride, so that's good to be. So it's just me and Dave here. Welcome, Dave. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, coach. Hello, all. And uh, yeah, looking forward to this. Let's get this. Yeah, this will be a, a, yeah, a fun little conversation. We talk, we've talked a little bit about it um, leading into this. So I think we'll have a, a good, a good chat here for a while and, and uh, looking forward to it. So let's dive right in. Uh, lately, I've been reading a little bit more about stoic philosophy and stoicism. And one of the major tenets of stoicism is the idea of control. And there's a quote there um, that it's in, in the readings that the chief task in life is simply this, to identify and separate matters so that I can say clearly uh, to myself, which are externals not under my control and which have to do with the choices I have actually control. And I think we most often see it now in the serenity, serenity prayer that a lot of people are, are familiar with, that God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to, uh, to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, and I know we run into this every day, uh, whether it's uh, sure. with family, friends, clients, members, or just people you run, run into in the public. Um, it's just something that, that all of us deal with on a daily basis. So as I dive right back in, um, we talk about it on, a, on a fairly regular basis, this idea of, of controlling what you can control. What are your thoughts? What, what enters your mind as I, as I read those two phrases earlier on here? Uh, you know, I was thinking the serenity prayer, obviously the mm -hmm. whole concept of the serenity prayer. Um, there's so much to it. But that wisdom to know the difference, that's the one that always stands out in my mind. And why I always go there is I always think of self-awareness. You know, mm -hmm. as we go through the experiences in life and we understand our own experiences and what is it on that with that wisdom, what can we control and what we can't control? You know, so obviously you can say I, I cannot control the weather, but I can control um, what my actions are each and every day of my life and how I present myself. So yeah, the serenity prayer actually really sits with me on that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and it's, you know, you see it so often, you know, one thing I think about is, is that the place that people really have a hard time with is they may, is the accepting the things that they can't control. Um, oh, you know, it, sure. like huge piece. It, right. And, and, you know, knowing the difference is huge. Uh, so I think that's when you get to find out, oh, can I control this or not control it? But then accepting yeah. that I don't have control over, over that area. Or I do have control over there and taking personal responsibility for the areas that I can control. Um, so, like as I look as I look at these things, it, it is sometimes that acceptance of what can I what can I change or what can I have control over. Well, um, it, yeah. kind of on the lines of what you're saying to Coach and Ho, you're asking yourself the question, "What can I control?" And that's you know, and you said that's the the biggest struggle is our brains are built to go directly to that negative. Mm -hmm. And they want to, and then it, the brain starts to perseverate on the negative side to everything. But as you were just saying, if individuals can start to learn from that self-awareness, just to ask themselves that simple question of like, what is it in this I can control and what is it that I can't control? So on and so forth. So yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Andrew, no, hundred percent. No, you're, no, you're right on. And I, and you know, a lot of the, the study that I've been doing is our brains go to the negative because that's, that's evolution. That's how we protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we want to go and yeah, we want to protect ourselves from all the bad stuff out there. So we, we initially go to the negative side of things. Um, and then it's, it's overcoming that, that negativity or understanding that, that then can allow us to, to move forward in, in, in making the changes or, or understand what we can and can't control. There's you ever one find, more thing. Yep. One more thing before you uh, move on. 
So for those that are listening that have kids and, uh, and you're trying to teach them like, you know, different aspects of life, there's a great series that I think every parent should read and every kid should read depending on their age, you know, age appropriate. But his name's Darren Donnelly and it's uh, sports for the soul is his dot uh, com is his website. But it, there's a five series book and one is called Victor's Favor the Fearless. And one of the quotes that he had in there, it always stuck out and I put it in my quotes on my phone, but it says, whatever you go looking for, you will find fear wants you to go looking for the negatives. It's up to you to go looking for the positives. And I just yeah. thought there, and there's so many little nuggets like that throughout there that I think individuals and parents, and uh, again, if you're into sports, I think you would definitely uh, enjoy those books. So for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure that we put that um, kind of in the show notes there. So we have. Yeah people can reference that um, yeah it's good yeah, it's i gotta make myself a note it. because because at my advanced age uh remembering <laughs> things is not as easy but if but if i write it down and go back <laughs> to it i, I can I yeah can do it's, that for sure they're solid books yeah cool cool um awesome all right so do you ever find yourself struggling with this do you do, are there situations where you've you've uh you found like stress level high or, or um you know, yeah. Wanting oh. to control. Yeah. Yeah. I want to control there, there's no question. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's an entity that's always going to be with us at some point. I think, I mean, you could argue the point that, you know, if someone says, Oh yeah, I never deal with that. I think we all do it. Like you talked about its evolution. It's, it's where our brains go. Um, you know, I'm not going to go in depth about it, but even, you know, the level what we're sitting in right now, we're sitting in a pandemic, you know, it's not something mm-hmm. I can control, but it's still a stressor that I think about for mm-hmm. sure. It's a, it's a challenge for sure. So, so how do you, how do you recenter or refocus when you, when you do kind of get into that mindset, you know, our, when your brain does default yep. to the negative, how do you recenter or refocus? I just kind of like what you, what you alluded to right in the beginning. And it, it didn't happen overnight is I just tell myself, what is it that I can control with this situation? And what, what is my next step to, uh, whether it's helping someone or, you know, my family or myself, what is it I can control to bring myself back into that positive light? You know, because I mean, you and I, we could talk, you know, around the horn here about all the positives that we have in our lives. You know, mm-hmm. we're very fortunate individuals and humans, and um, there's so much to be thankful and appreciative for. So, gratitude is one definitely that gets me back into mm-hmm. a, very quickly into a, a good frame of mind. So, yeah, love it. Yeah, How about I, you? I kind of yeah, same same along the same lines. Yeah, there there are things there are things that you know. From a business standpoint, that becomes stressors at, from the time to time. You get overwhelmed with things, or you know, uh, you, there can be times with family or friends that get a little overwhelming, or you know, whatever that might be. And you know, discussions you see or you're parts of. Um, but but I think you're right. Like, do 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 I like all of us get in a, in a moment where I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, like I'm a little overwhelmed. I need some time. I do. And then like you, I think it is that, that remembering, okay, once I, you recognize it's happening and you know, it's, that's the self-awareness piece you talked about. You recognize that it's sure. happening and then stepping back and going, okay, here's what's going on. What can I control about this? And, and then what can I not? And then it, I guess like what we're getting to is it's our responsibility. Then if we can control it and we want something different, then we can't just talk about it. We have to go and make that change that we want to see um, to make make this control what we can and, and, and and kind of let go of the things you can't. Right. So Uh, another piece of that Shaner, I was thinking about, 
and I'm trying to teach Ellie, obviously she's young and she's five, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I tell her sometimes like when you're driving a car, you, you have a rear view mirror, right? And how big is right. the rear view mirror that you're looking in? Yeah. Not real big. Tiny thing. Right. right? So that's, that's how you got to kind of look at life. That's in the rear view mirror. What's in front of you is a big open, you know, plate of glass that's in front of you called the windshield. And you just keep right. looking forward in life, you know, so you got to continue to move forward and uh, look to that next step and that next day or hour or whatever to reset your brain and keep moving forward. Yeah, no, I love that. That's, that's a really good, yeah. I never even thought about that rear view versus the windshield. It, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I'm going to start using it. I'm stealing it. Stealing <laughs> I, it. Steal it. I, st- I stole it. I didn't come up with that in my brain. I read that. So, but I thought it was powerful. Yeah, for sure. Now, other than, you know, obviously we have, uh, you and I talk a lot about the conversations we have with our kids and, and um, are there, um, can you think of other conversations that you've had with, you know, clients, members um, that you're, that you're willing and able to share and, and kind of how you help lead through those. And you don't have to say who it is obviously, but like, just kind of give a general, do you have any general conversations that you had and, and how you help guide people through that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I work a lot with one-on-ones, you know, mainly through the years and obviously I've coached classes, but if whatever it is that they're struggling with, you know, you know, from a, a variety of situations, it's, you know, having the conversation, finding out where they're at in their journey and finding out where, when I say finding out where they're at in their journey is, you know, what is the struggle and really diving into where it is along those lines? Is it something that has been a continual pattern in their life that they've found themselves to continue that same journey and find out why it is um, to kind of meet them at that spot, to have that conversation, to start that progress of, again, moving to the next step in their journey and in life to move forward. I don't have like any specifics that I have, uh, you know, that I'm willing to share, I guess, mm-hmm. right? because um, right. I don't want to call anyone out, but Um, yeah, and it's never a perfect scenario. It's, you know, you're trying one thing to find out where they're at, see if that helps them in their journey. And it's, you know, because a lot of it is all inside them and it's, it's our job as coaches to pull it out of them to help make that journey, you know? And a lot of times, whatever the struggle is, is you're trying to help them avoid a really painful situation down the road, trying to meet them before that happens. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of times that's what happens to people, right? Is, they reach this ultimate pattern and something really not so fortunate happens for them to make that change. Right. And you're trying to help them understand that this can change now, but it's going to take some, it's going to take some work. Right. Right. Some effort to, to make the change you want to make. I, you know, a lot of times I, I, you know, as we deal in the gym and deal with nutrition uh, coaching clients, um, one of the, one of the things we find a lot is stress eating. So I had a conversation about stress eating, Right. right? Like, you know, and, and talking about, okay, what are the, what are the causes of the, of the stress? And, you know, it, it was, it can be you know, work stress. It can be, you know, it can be, you know, the pandemic that's going on. It can be the election. It can be relationships or um, it can be, uh, you know, family, whatever those things, those, these outside things are, are, you know, in, in what I deal with, what I talk a lot about is they feel like it's happening is causing them to stress eat. And, and, you know, the conversation that I have try to have as I'm coaching people through that is, is, you know, if, so let's say it's work. So work is stressful. What about work is stressful? And then kind of narrowing down what that stressful piece is. And then it's about the conversation becomes, how do you control, how do you take control 
of what feels like chaos for you mm-hmm. so that you can. So now you're under control. That's what, and now you're, now you're reducing the level of stress. And for most people, it comes down to planning. And, you know, for me, like to create less chaos in my, in my day, I sit down every night, the night before and started journaling, out, like writing out my day mm-hmm. as detailed as I can um, with what I'm going to do when, and it helps me a, accomplish the things I want to accomplish in a day. But man, when you do those things and, and I put those important tasks in that day and, and first, I've accomplished those in a day. You feel really accomplished at the end of the day rather than, oh my gosh, it's all going to be here tomorrow. So right. a lot of times people go to work on, I got to, I have, you know, three different things that I'm working on and they all need to be done right now. Well, that doesn't really work for most people. It's <laughs> You can't accomplish three things really well all at once. But right. you can make a plan sure. of how I'm going to attack this and when I can have this done. And by creating that structure, it helps eliminate some of that chaos. Same thing with like, you know, pandemic, pandemics or elections. Like you can only control, you know, I think we'll talk, we'll talk about a little bit later here, but in, you say it quite a bit. You can control your attitude and your actions. Mm-hmm. And, and those are really the only thing that you can personally control. You can't control what ends up happening at the end. You can't control um, what other people think or do, but you can control A, how you take it in and respond to it, and B, right. the actions that you are taking for your own personal well-being. And so yeah, like, that's sure. it's kind of yeah, it's kind of about talking through this, like what what pieces of this are, do you have control of, over and what pieces do you not? And the pieces right. that you don't are the ones that consume all the energy. Right. <laughs> and when you can, we, so yeah, we can let go. Yeah, we can let go of those things and really focus on the things that you can control. A weight gets lifted in a lot of ways, and 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 you don't you don't even worry about those things anymore. Uh, one thing, you know, it's it goes back to actually what you said in the very beginning. You had that quote um, in regards to uh, the externals are mm-hmm. not under my control, and which have to do with the choices I actually can control. So, right. is it internal or is it like external? Is another way to look at it. Right. Very true. Yep. I love it. So do you, when you talk to people, where, what are some common areas and, and I'm kind of laying this out here so that people listening can like, Oh yeah, this is something that takes me down a rabbit hole or gets me into that area. What are some areas that you found for people that, um, <laughs> they bring into them, into their lives that are mm-hmm. outside of their control, but cause them stress. Oh yeah. Well, the election's been one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had multiple conversations with, you know, uh, members and clients in regards to, you know, politics and, you know, where their heads are at and where they're at. I think that's been a big one. That's one that pops into my mind because we're in the middle of it right now. Right. Right. Um, it's been a big one. Um, other pieces, I would say, you know, people deal with in terms of social media, like even being mm-hmm. on social media, they, um, you know, you go on and there's pictures and people, it looks like they're living the perfect life. And there's mm-hmm. people that sit there and look at it and then they sit there and beat themselves down thinking that they need to live this perfect life when they see that. So I've had several conversations about that too here in the recent yeah. past about social yeah. media and how to handle yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, I, I find oftentimes like when you talk, when I talk to uh, people who are stressed about things going on around them, it, it's mm-hmm. like they go and it, it, they found themselves going down a, a rabbit hole and it feeds mm-hmm. itself. Like it, whether you go on, on a social media, you know, Facebook or whatever, or you're going, and you're going to different, even news outlets or, or right. YouTube, you, you start going down this rabbit hole and it just mm-hmm. feeds itself. It's like, you can't, it's almost like they're addicted to finding the next thing or, or mm-hmm. just continuing down. And next thing you know, 45 minutes are gone. You know what <laughs> or I mean? Or more. Like, like what? Or yeah, more. Or more. You're yeah. like, what happened? Or, you know, I talked to somebody and like, <laughs> keep, 
I, I, it was, I keep checking my phone to see the election results and using updates every, every 30 minutes or an hour. I'm like, cause it, like, is that going to like in the 30 minutes, is that going to make a difference in your day today? Or, or can you just check it tonight? Can you just check it out tonight? And no, like you'll find out like it, it'll, the word will get out. I promise. Um, you don't have to always go looking for it. You know, another one is like attitudes and opinions of others or like family. Oh, and for sure. Boy, we love our families. But there's sometimes that, that, you know, and family and friends, and we all have like the, the maybe those people who um, maybe don't think the same way or project onto you or, or those sort of things. We find a lot of people um, dealing with stuff like that, relationships, family, um, coworkers, you know, yeah. even on social media, attitudes and opinions on social media. What advice do you give for people that are, would deal with that kind of thing? Well, I mean, you know, a lot of those pieces that you're just discussing, it comes down and we all fall short of it. We're all human. You know, you fall mm-hmm. short on judgment, right? And, uh, you know, whatever you're, you know, I'm not going to get into a religious beliefs, but, you know, right. my my brother has a tattoo on his arm that I it always helps me reflect on where I'm at when my mind goes to, if I'm reflecting and judging is mm-hmm. um, only God can judge. And right. that's where my head always goes is like, so I have to take a step back and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we all, we all, we all fall short right? In many, in many aspects to our lives, but it's how you get back up and you grow. So those are the conversations that I'll have with people, you know, that if, if they're choosing to have those conversations with me. So, right. Right. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've run into a few situations where, you know, whether it's a coworker, um, family members, uh, friends that they're dealing with that, that they feel like they get drawn into a negative space um, spending too much time with them or, you know, feel like that, that has to be in their life the whole time. And, you know, uh, a, a really hard thing to do is to change that environment. You know, there, you know, sometimes it, it, you know, there's friends that you really care about, but they bring negativity to the relationship all the time. And, and, mm-hmm. and the, sometimes you need to change your environment. It's not saying cut friends out, but it might be the frequency or the situation that that yeah. if, if you find that there's a friend or family that's drawing negativity into your life, it might be a discussion with them. Yeah. And and or changing the environment, changing the situation or the frequency um, with which you're like interacting with those people. Yeah. And I think, you know, on that too, Shane, right? <laughs> it you know, it might sound harsh, but there are times where you do have to cut people out of your life mm-hmm. to, if you want to continue to move forward and grow. And uh, it doesn't mean you don't love or care for that individual, but maybe that time, you know, right. reason, season, or lifetime. Right. Yeah. In your 100%. Path. So, you know, and this is, you know, we're, we're humming along here. I mean, <laughs> we're humming along here, but you know, the, we talk a lot about the only thing that you can really control is your attitude and actions. And I, you know, I kind of say an environment in there, which falls in with the actions. Um, talk a little bit more about, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with Ellie, dealing with members, you're dealing with clients, it is one thing to, um, take control of my attitude, right? Like be aware and say, okay, I'm going to be in a positive frame of mind, mind, uh, uh, frame of mind, although I default to negative, how do I get back to that? I can control my actions and my responses. How? which is super easy to say. These are, you know, simple, simple things, yeah, but right. not easy. It's, right. Yeah. Um, how, how do, how does, how does someone go about, I don't know how to ask this appropriately, but how does someone go about like 
taking the actions they need to take. What what is it's hard. How do you yeah. how do you how does someone kind of get over that hurdle of man, this is a challenging action because I don't default to that. It's easier to stay where I am. How do how do you get over that hump? I, I mean, I, personally, I think it's obviously if you go into it thinking it's going to be an overnight change, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're setting yourself up for some hardship there. Um, it's to me, it's, you know, it goes back to asking questions and you have to have the understanding of you're going to continue to fall short. Like mm-hmm. I even say, I've said it to my clients. I've said it to you is, uh, you know, like sometimes I feel like I'm being a bad dad, you know, mm-hmm. even to Ellie. Um, because I do fall short, you know, it's like if I get short with her sometime and then I got to, but I would check myself, you know, it's, mm-hmm. and that's come through time in my life. And, you know, going back to talking about wisdom is understanding when, when do I need to step back, you know, and ask myself is how is the best way to handle this situation so that, you know, I'm not saying something or being short or, you know, and I'm, again, I'm using Ellie. I wouldn't obviously not do that with a client, but, right. uh, for each client or member that I'm talking to or individual, it's, you know, as us as coaches is, you know, asking the right questions to that person, you know, whether it's, I know how that, you know, trying to figure out how a person ticks, you know, and what, you know, what's their human needs. I think that's another thing is if you understand uh, the human needs of individuals, you can, you can meet them at that journey a lot faster to ask the right questions to help challenge them. Uh, mm-hmm. So like you and I have talked in the recent past and you said, you know, I felt comfortable challenging this person on a certain topic. Mm-hmm. And because you knew that person, you knew them a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth. So you could meet them at their journey a lot faster than someone that you just started with and you're trying to understand right. them. So, um, yeah, I, that's how I'd go about it. So, you know, as we talk about wisdom, because I think that that is the, the first obstacle is the wisdom piece. And, and really, that comes down to self-awareness and, and self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wasn't always a uh, good at, well, I, you know, I guess I was, I'm, I'm generally a, a person who reflects back on myself. Are, have you always been that type of person? No. Oh, no. I mean, I think through the years, you just grow more. And I think, you know, you and I could talk about it. And I, a lot of these, we've talked about a lot on our podcast is reading, you you know, yeah. you read to learn, you know, to give and serve. And I think that helps you a lot in your journey. And then obviously all the experiences that you've had throughout your yeah. life, I think really helps in that area. I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know if you can answer it. <laughs> Those are the best kind. Someone is dealing with a bunch of, you know, they feel like the stress is there. They're because the stress and fear come from lack, I think, because you can't control things. Now they're aware of that piece. How do how does someone start if they haven't been a person who reflects or someone who you know has that a lot of people there are people who don't have that self-awareness right now? Mm-hmm. How do they start that? How do they now I've become aware that there there's things outside of my control that are stressing me out? How mm-hmm. do I start reflecting on that? Well, one is I mean, how I would challenge them on that is they're going to get outside their comfort zone, but I would be challenging them with questions and there'd be specific questions that they've got to answer on a daily basis and journaling it. Mm-hmm. So, cause that's going to be a point where they can actually, as a writing it down, reflect on it a lot more. I think that's mm-hmm. going to help them um, in a, I don't know, exponentially, it's going to help them because they can reflect on it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it's like, if I'm asking you those questions, Shane, I'd, I'd ask like one of those specific questions to them. If I'm seeing them on a frequent basis, how'd you right. answer that question today on that particular topic? And right. I think journaling is a big piece for, cause that's another piece you can reflect back on for a lengthy period of time. I mean, you can look back. I mean, some of the most successful people that we've ever read about 
have been journaling for years. I mean, Oprah's one. Uh, I'm reading a book on Matthew McConaughey. He's mm-hmm. he's journaled his, you know for many many years. It's just interesting how they use those journals to reflect and to understand to gain you know the wisdom that they've gained in their in their journeys. Yeah, yeah. So so journaling, you know, I think that's great. By journaling or writing down or being aware of it. They, a couple of things happen. One, you get the reflection, but then it mm-hmm. is also a great time to throw that gratitude in there, which mm-hmm. which you talked about earlier can help recenter um, mm-hmm. and understanding where you're at. But I think that what I got from that is that it helps you create the habit of reflecting. For once sure. I once that yeah once I start writing that down, I can get these thoughts out of my head onto paper, reflect on it, and now it's, I'm creating this habit of even even if I'm not writing it down throughout the day, mm-hmm. I can self-reflect because I've created this habit of thinking about my worries, actions, and surroundings. Yeah. And I think it's just, that's, it sounds funny, but it's self-talk, right? It's like right. taking, taking that solitude time to have that reflection, to actually have a conversation with yourself. And I think it's going to help you in all those situations as you dive into those stressful situations of like, all right, going back all the way back to what we started talking about. What can I control and what can I cannot control? And right. I can control this. Here's where I'm going. Can't control that. I got to let it go. Take my deep breath, exhale, and let's keep trucking. Love it. Love it. Coach, mm-hmm. attitude and actions. Attitude and control. actions. I love it. What, any other thoughts uh, before we close out here, Coach? Um, leave you with a quote. I got to make sure I remember it. Happiness is not by chance, but by choice. It's very true. Oh, I, choice think Jim I, love it. I think it was Jim Rohn. That was a good, cool. good quote to remember. Cool. Love it. Hey, thanks for, yeah. Thanks for joining us today for the podcast. I believe Pat Davey, if we, if he comes back from vacation, we'll be here next week. So <laughs> we're excited to have him back. man. so, all right. Thanks coach. Thank you, coach. Nice job.